0: social media serenity podcast episode number 39 entertaining educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference this is gspn.tv join the community hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of social media serenity also known as facebook this week my name is cliff ravenscraft and my name is Eric Fisher. Hey, we got good news for you. Although a majority of today's content is going to be about Facebook, Eric Fisher is going to save us by at least bringing in one other topic. All right. Before we get into the reason why I'm just so doggone tired of Facebook at this point, I'm 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 on Facebook overload. Yeah, I mean. I- I'm just I'm tired of, I'm tired of hearing about them. I'm tired of talking about them. And in fact, you know what? I think here's here's the deal. Unless the world is going to end as the result of Facebook, I think we should have a Facebook free week next week. Let's do it, all right? So, uh,
1: and that's the reason they'll announce something super awesome and we'll have to talk about it.
0: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but here's the deal. We we do want to come and we want to share this information because you know what? Uh, we are, we're just inundated with so much news that's coming out of this thing. Uh, and, and it's so huge. And obviously it's so much a part of this you know, this whole situation here with with social media serenity, uh, you know, it used to be that the idea was that we were going to help people understand how to use social media without getting so sucked into it. Uh, but, but man, it really seems like, you know, it's like, okay, this isn't just about how to use this without being addicted to it, but how and not just how to use this in our brand. But man, what is going on with the privacy and, and, and our information without us being aware of it?
1: Yeah. I, at looking back on all those things we're going to cover today, and just in preparation, I was thinking to myself, this is one of the biggest issues, and the majority of it is dealing with the largest social media platform.
0: Yeah. And, and, and here's the deal. A majority of all people who use this platform have in, have no clue at all about what's going on. It's... It's, they think ignorance is bliss, but uh, it may come back and bite them. It, it may. In fact, we're going to talk about that. But before we do that, please tell me something else other than Facebook in the world of social media that's going on in your life, Eric. All right. Well, long
1: story short, well, let me give you let me give you the short version and then the longer version just briefly. I deleted my gowala and uh, Foursquare accounts.
0: Really? You, no, you didn't just stop using them, but you actually... Deleted them. I deleted. Well, I first, first, let me tell
1: you what prompted it. I got. I continued to get an email occasionally, um, saying, "Hey, so and so. Sorry to tell you, but so and so has ousted you as the mayor of such and such." Yeah, I still get those every now and then. Right, and I thought to. And I had like twenty mayorships or something, just because there wasn't a ton of people using it around me at the time, or it was that I'd become the mayor of some place far away that I'm never going to go to again. And now local people there have taken it over. Right. So I, it, it, one of the emails hit me. It was one of the places where I thought to myself, I want to maintain that mayorship. That's my place. That I, I should be the mayor of that place. And then I caught myself and I'm like, what good does that do me? It doesn't <laughs> do me any good at all. And I hate that I got so upset about somebody stealing my mayorship. And so I I sat there and I thought about it. And I said, All right, I either need to back off using this a little bit at a time, at which I hadn't been doing. It's not I got to the point where I was just kind of sick of checking in here when I go here and checking in there when I go there. And 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 I would just gradually stop using it that much anyway. That's why those ships kind of started to lapse. But this broke the camel's back, that email. I, I said to myself, you know what? No benefit has come to me out of this social media outlet, like Twitter or Facebook has, and they're still justified. But Foursquare, you're not. Goala, you're not. I mean, Goala, I hadn't even been using much anyway. So I literally went into my iTunes, deleted the app so it wouldn't load back on the phone, went into my iPhone, deleted it from there, and then I said, I'm going all the way. I went into their websites, I deleted my account all the way through. Wow. I don't, I don't have an account anymore. Sorry, go. Elma. Sorry, Foursquare friends.
0: Yeah, uh, I, well, first and foremost, you know, obviously I've shared this before. The The whole Goala thing, I never did get on board with that. Um, I, I signed up for an account and pl- looked at the application and deleted it within maybe five minutes. Foursquare, we've obviously talked significant amounts, uh, you know, yeah. we, we've talked about it significantly. And here. we had
1: some significant excitement for it.
0: yes. Uh, I will tell you that I have probably not used Foursquare in at least a month and a half, maybe well, two see, months.
1: That was one of the other things. I went back and I looked at my friends and saw when they last checked in and where it was and what they were doing, and I I noticed that yeah. about you and a few other people. And I was just like, nobody's using this right now that that matters to me. Right. And so the incentive just isn't there.
0: Right. And it's, and, and, and the thing is, is I I was the same way. It's like, you know, it's like, why do I feel compelled to check in? Why can't I just go and just sit back and relax? Why can't I be unplugged from time to time? And, and, and this, you know, the whole social media, the whole serenity part of this Is how can we, how can we participate now? You know, obviously we did share that there were some benefits, you know, there, there's the branding and stuff like that, but, but with all of these things there in any social network, and this is something folks need to hear and, and understand with any social network for your, for you to be able to reap any benefits out of it, it requires an investment Mm-hmm. You have to have some sort of consistency. It, it, no, it doesn't mean that you have to be on there several times a day, but I mean, it has to become a part of a route. You have to develop some kind of routine to make it work in a strategy for you uh, as far as a marketing platform, as far as a networking f- platform, or or whatever the case may be. And, you know, I, I it just came to me that it's like, you know what? This is not a place where... I think I mean, how many people in Hebron, Kentucky are really going to check in and see that Cliff Ravenscraft is the mayor here? Three people over the next six months? Oh wow. Yeah. How exciting.
1: You know Or even if you go to a large city and check in there, they may see you. But again, all that really kind of leads you to long ways around is to your to your Twitter or Facebook account, which you're you're much better off seeking those people out to follow just through those networks themselves yeah i I, at least so right now
0: i i'm i'm totally with you now i haven't gone in and deleted my accounts uh you know i or well my account because i didn't have koala i still have a four square account i probably will keep it um you know i'll probably chances are i'll probably fire it back up you know when the uh the lost party comes around or something like that i i don't i I don't know I i i really don't know I, I actually thought about that as well. The the uh, GSPN meetup. I thought, oh well,
1: I'll use it. I'll use Foursquare then. And then I thought, but what good is that going to yeah. do me? It, it, that, it's it, not going to do me any good because I know all those people that are going to be there. I can follow the GSPN community. Um, like I'm sure somebody's going to create a list of all the people, Twitter list, that is, of all the people that are going to be there, like we did last time. As well as I already follow a majority of them anyway, and I'll interact with them that way. Yeah. I think there will be a time where Foursquare or some service that's of that realm will be significant. But for me, it's not yet. Yeah. So. I'm,
0: I'm totally with you. I'm totally with you. Right now, Foursquare has no appeal to me at all. And and that's so funny because we were both so kind of... What, I know. I don't know that excited is the word, but we... I'm going to go close my Facebook account. Excuse <laughs> me. <laughs> I don't know about that. Now, that one, there's no way I'm going to close my Facebook account. Yeah. Uh, but, but certainly it, that's a good transition though to Facebook because we need to, st- we need to start talking about this because there's lots to cover this week. Yes. All right. First and foremost, I, I, I don't, I hope you don't mind, but I want to bring something that I read this morning that ca- kind of just leads us into this idea that today's title of this episode is more on Facebook privacy issues. Go for it. Did you hear about the Facebook chat bug? Yes. All right. I heard so, about that yesterday. Yeah. It just came out. Um, and I am going to post a link to this in the chat room and Eric, you and I can pull this up here. Okay. And what happens is, uh, let me just read this. It says Facebook chat is now down for maintenance. The feature was presumably disabled following a report that exposed a Facebook security bug that allowed users to access, access and view friends, live chats, friend requests and friends in common. The report indicates that access to this personal information was accessible via Facebook's privacy settings with the pre- with the preview my pri- profile feature creating the loophole to access the private life chats of friends. With preview my profile, users can view how their profile avails, uh, appears into any given Facebook friend. The bug apparently let those users see live chats and friend requests of their things. So here's the deal. There's a video of this showing the exploit. Yeah. So so if I go into... It, basically how it worked is if I went into my privacy settings and I changed things around, there's this thing to preview how my profile is going to look if Eric Fisher, for example, was going to look at this. And well, we weren't friends. And, and we weren't friends. Here's the situation. I could literally go in and see... All of your chat archives, your personal, private chats—I could go through and read them all. That's just scary, man. I mean, did people not hear that this? I use it?
1: I don't really use mm-hmm.
0: Facebook chat. I, but. Don't, I don't either. I have it disabled. But I mean, imagine all the chatting privately that goes back and forth, and just think well, about this. And, and 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 it keeps it an archive of your chat going ongoing. Just think of this, every chat that you've had with your closest, most personal, intimate friends on Facebook, all of that information was exposed for a period of time by Facebook to anybody who wanted to see it. All right, all of your personal chats. Think of this, friends, all of your personal chats, completely readable, open book. Of course, it's shut down, you know, it's shut down now, they shut down the entire chat feature uh, because they have to figure this one out. But my friends, here's here's the situation. Here, and, and this is this is my philosophy. Uh, it has been my philosophy. But here's my official rule: I will never have a conversation. I will never type a single word that I would not. I will never put a single word in a social network that I would not be okay with it showing up as a public result on on a Google search. Yeah. So here's the deal. Let me rephrase this another way. My philosophy is that never put anything into any social network that you're not okay with it being seen by the world. So just just assume that whatever you type into anything private, whatever you know that personal message, private message between you and somebody else on Facebook. Just going, just assume that that's available for anybody in the world to read it. And by the way, for those of you who are listening, this goes true. this is the same that's true of your uh, your email. If you send an email to somebody, that email can be read by other people. Now, there are some security things, there's some encryption and stuff like that, but I, I will tell you, I now Daniel's in the chat room, he says, listen, he says, he thinks that this is a paranoid approach. What do you think, Eric? Well, what
1: I'm not sure what the specifically the paranoid approach is. I think it's don't ever
0: don't ever say anything in a social network that you wouldn't want publicly viewable by everybody.
1: I try to do that not necessarily for privacy's sake, but for the sake of my own accountability because you never know when somebody who you forgot is your friend, like a boss or something, sees you say something that without you giving added context to it might be taken the wrong way right that's a whole other issue but that's i still agree with it for that sake
0: and and and, you know okay so it's a paranoid approach okay so so think about this all right so you and i eric are facebook friends you and i chat back and forth a whole lot we're talking all chatting back and forth all day long you and i are like the best i mean we've been best friends since we were in third grade or something like that and 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 we both and by the way we both work at the same place and we both hate our jobs and we chat about it all day long and and the and you just had a really bad day and and in the chat you really just unleashed unholy you know, total terror on your boss i mean you just wrote some of the worst most mean things that could have ever been written and that was sent to me in this personal chat number 1 this exploit would have opened that up to any of your other employee our other coworkers and even our our boss, you know, now obviously does this happen all the time? No. Is this a security bug, an exploit that happened and they found it and they shut it down? Absolutely. Was it open for a while? It was open long enough for some people to go in and do screen captures showing the exploit. Here's the deal though. Eric, let's just say you and I have a falling out. You stole my job. I'm totally ticked at you. And you all of a sudden you know you're kissing up to the boss and and all this other stuff and and I've gotten fired. I go in and I start doing screen captures of all of our chat archives. Mm -hmm. My friends, this isn't paranoid. This is just, I'm just saying, listen, don't assume that you, what anything you say is private. I mean, and, and, and I've said this even before there were any security exploits. Don't upload, don't upload uh, photos to your Facebook that you're not okay with it accidentally showing up in a Google image result. Because yeah. it is possible. I mean, anybody, any of your friends who can see your photos can save that photo and then re-upload it in their public blog.
1: I had a, I had a situation where somebody, and then this is somebody not thinking about their privacy settings, but I, I have a friend who was tagged in some images on Facebook that uh, were uploaded by somebody who is not my friend. But it showed up in my timeline because they had it set to friends of friends. And so because that friend of mine was tagged in these pictures, I saw them. Yeah. And that's not intentional by that person necessarily for people that are friends of that person that's tagged to see it. Although it could be. But I'm guessing it might not have been. They just uploaded it and they have it set for friends of friends. And so,
0: yeah, it... it, just know this there's there's potential of your content getting out even even if it wasn't for a facebook fl- flaw or or something of that nature even if it wasn't you over overlooking your settings even if even if you went through and you did your settings only friends can see this and stuff like that um number one let's not assume that whatever the settings are today that they won't accidentally change in the future uh without you knowing about it and and number two and 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 Daniel says, "Why trust anyone?" Uh, well, that, that the thing is, is it's not necessarily why trust anyone. The question is, is I mean, why put out information that you wouldn't want made public? Um, th- I mean, this. And Daniel says, "Let's take the technology out of it." This is the same thing that's true of uh, you know boyfriends, girlfriends taking pictures of themselves naked and sharing those photos with each other,
1: right? You or know? to take the face, to take the technology out of it, but have it still be your scenario in an office place, in, an, in a workplace, then you be careful about what you say to certain coworkers about certain things because you don't know what's going to happen in the future. For example, if a boss knows that you've done something wrong, or let's put it the other way around. You're, let, let's play devil's advocate. Let's say your friend is the one that's done something wrong, but they shared it with you and you know well, now you know something that they've done that could get them in trouble. And if your boss finds out that you knew, but didn't bring that forward, what position does that put you in? Right. And it's that same kind of a scenario, but played out through this technology.
0: Yeah. And and Daniel says, he says, the, uh, he says let's take the technology out of it. And he says, someone could try to quote me just as easily, you know, just saying, hey, Daniel said this. And, oh, yeah. And, and absolutely. A false
1: retweet, even.
0: Or a false retreat. Uh, so here's the situation. In, in that situation, at the same time, I would tell you, even outside of the technology, I wouldn't go around saying anything to anybody that you wouldn't want them publicly going around and saying, you know, out in the open, you know, hey, Cliff said this. It's like, that was between you and I. You know, it, it, it's not necessarily trust. It, it's just that you got to understand the things that we do, the things that we say, uh, you know, we're 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 putting information, we're putting content out there. And I think sometimes we just assume too much that it's just going to be private and it's always going to be private. And I'm just saying that in a world of digital bits that these things, and and this isn't necessarily just uh, trusting someone, but but specifically going to the technology, there are a lot of people out there that you 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 trust and that I think that it's very right for you to trust. But by golly, you share that information with them. There what's to say that there's not a possibility that with a you know, a simple upgrade to the newest feature set all of a sudden exposes all of those private conversations to the world. Blippy. Have you ever heard of Blippy? A little bit, yeah. Blippy's that social networking uh site. Is it Blippy the one that does the Oh yeah, whatever, they have the uh... everything you buy on your credit card you can actually mm-hmm. share as a social stream? Right. right. I mean, uh, hello. Uh, they just gave out like a couple of their users credit card numbers showing up in a Google search. Yeah. This is a, your credit card number exposed to the world via a Google search. This, my friends, it's like my question. Okay. Blippy. we've, we've never covered Blippy on social media serenity, but, the, and so by the way, again, this is a place where Eric, uh, Blippi, you can go in and you can sign up for an account and you give it all of your credit card information. And it says every, th- every single time I make a purchase on my credit card, please send out a status update to my Twitter and my Facebook to let the world know what I just bought.
1: It's a fun and easy way to see and discuss what everyone's buying. Is that, are you, it, is that's that what, what they say? On that's their what, site.
0: That, no, is I mean, ser- Now, Leo Laporte uses this. Why? Why? Well, what what is the appeal there? But but here's the deal. I mean, it's like you you give this social network your credit card information and you trust them impeccably with this uh, this stuff and then all of a sudden with a little bit of a glitch all of a sudden now somebody does a search on Google and by the way, here's here's Leo Laporte's credit card. Now, it didn't show Leo Laporte's, but it did show, I think, at least three or four people's credit cards. And, uh, you know, so it showed their credit card number with their transaction.
1: I think we would have heard about it a whole lot more if one of the credit card numbers was Leo Laporte's. Oh, yeah,
0: you would have.
1: <laughs> um, well, this even bringing it back to the whole Google Buzz thing, everybody was all, not necessarily us at first, but everybody was kind of ticked off at the, Oh, no, it wasn't opt-in. It was just forced on us. But on top of that, it wasn't necessarily a glitch. Google did it automatically where everybody could see or be seen who you were following or who was following you and email addresses and
0: I don't know. Anyway, And James in Tennessee says, here's an easy fix. Never give sensitive information like that to any social media site or service. And that's exactly what I was just saying. And then all of a sudden there's the question of why trust anybody? Well, I I don't. Here's the thing. I trust. I can. There are people I will trust. But let me tell you this. Don't trust technology to keep your information safe. That's what I will say. Never trust technology to keep your information safe. That, that I mean, that just that that's my philosophy from this point forward. It's always been my philosophy. But now I, I think I might actually get a like a big, huge stone and I might carve it in there. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> anyway, uh, so with with all of these privacy and issues, I understand that there is some kind of, uh, uh you know, Congress is talk, talking about a law or something. Can you give us a little information about this? Yeah,
1: well, two two U.S. U.S. representatives, uh, Rick Butcher or Boucher, whatever you say, and Cliff Stearns, uh, released a draft. Uh, it it deals with online privacy issues, and essentially the focus of it is that it sets up requirements for internet companies and online ad networks that inclu- to include. It says conspicuous, and I looked that word up, and it just basically that word is another word for the word obvious. So it makes them include an obvious notice of information capture, initial user opt-in on all collection, and then a user opt-out afterward.
0: Okay, in English, what does that mean? I
1: think essentially what that means is they need to tell you up front what what information they're capturing, how they're going to capture it, what they're going to do with it. And that they, I think later down it says that that the entity cannot sell, share, or disclose the covered information to an unaffiliated party without first obtaining the express affirmative consent of the individual to whom the covered information relates.
0: So basically they cannot by default just share this information when you give it you yeah. have to opt in and you have to say, yes, I understand you are going to give this information to a third party. Right. And it,
1: and there's an addendum on this. It says, sometimes some types of information are exempt from that and what what that information is is no consent is required to collect and use operational or transactional data, which means basically web logs, uh, cookies, and things to, that allow the website to function.
0: Hmm. You know, here, I, I, how do you feel about this? I, I'll ask you first. Oh, gosh. Um, well, it's a slippery
1: slope to require or not require um, some kind of legislation or accountability to groups like this. I, I think that uh, we as people need to be more responsible with what we do with this stuff and we're going to get to another story later where people just are either naive or don't care or are uninformed and I think it's all three Um, that said I'd like for it to not be able to be possible for stupid people to be taken advantage of but you know I'm sometimes one of those stupid people
0: yeah well here's the thing I'm really really not I'm not on board with a, a lot of legislation being put on this and, and stuff. And the reason why is because I'm a content producer uh-huh. and a community leader. And I I guess you could say the gspn.tv forum is a, you know, is a, um, you know, a social networking service, if you will. Right. Uh, and of course, I'm not looking to go and give third party information. But man, I, I happen to know when it comes to passing legislation, sure ReadWriteWeb Web does a pretty decent job of explaining it in English, but who knows what else they're going to throw in there and yeah. and and keep up with the updated laws and stuff like that related to this stuff. I mean, all of a sudden there's pro- there might be requirements in there for me to do things that I'm I'm never aware of and then all of a sudden I'm in violation of the law just by the nature of having a public forum for for the gspn.tv community. And you know, it's like all of a sudden you just get one person that becomes angry with you, and then all of a sudden they report you. And the next thing you know, I've got this big, huge ten thousand dollar fine or something. And, uh-huh. and here I've never sold anybody's information, but I didn't quote unquote add some kind of legal required wording on the registration page.
1: Yeah. Well, without without going into politics, I think that what's sad is this could easily be turned around to hurt people that mean no harm.
0: Right. And of course, a company like Facebook has lawyers who could write all of this "quote unquote" opt-in stuff to where it becomes so long that all of a sudden, you know, I mean, if, if it's two or three set, if it's two or three sentences, two or three paragraphs, somebody might read it. But man, if you if it becomes to the point where it's like, listen, you're you're asking people to give away their firstborn child, and you and and that's what you want your users to do. Well, all you have to do is put it in small print and make it fifteen paragraphs long. And just put you know I accept at the bottom and everybody's gonna accept it anyway and you got everybody's firstborn child yeah right am I or am I wrong
1: oh no I mean there was there was some story recently that I saw uh, I think it was like on digcom or something where some company wrote in that you sold your soul to them as part of your your EUla yeah the, the end user license agreement for buying the software or whatever it was and it was, it was very funny. One person found it as they read it and they got money because they pointed it out.
0: Yeah. And, and so So. exactly. And so that's, that's the situation. And of course I, I'm guilty of this, Eric, I don't know about you, but I'll, I'll confess it that when I sign up for a new service and I see the huge user agreement, I just scroll to the (laughs) bottom and hit accept and move forward. Yeah. I mean, I have no idea what I'm agreeing to and, and I'm not I, I'm not proud of that, but man, I, who has time to read all that stuff? And now I'm wondering, do I need to read it? Do I? And, and here's the question of paranoid. You know, how paranoid do you get? Do you, do we have to start reading all of these things? I don't, I don't, I don't read them. Yeah. yeah well, uh, no, that, doesn't yeah, mean sh- that doesn't mean I shouldn't. But right. I don't. And, and, and so here's the thing. You and I are sitting here having very serious discussions about our privacy uh, and, and here, we don't even read the stuff. So yeah. the people who out there aren't even thinking about this, you know, they're just clicking on it. So, so the fact that it's opt in, I don't know that legislation is even going to matter that much to the whole grand scheme of thing. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just not happy about legislation on it to, to be honest, but that, that's at least that's my initial reaction. Somebody might call in and might convince me otherwise, but I just don't think legislation's the, the answer throwing a bunch of laws out there it, yeah. it, it, it it doesn't it doesn't take criminals you know with guns off the street so
1: and and with all these stories like we said we we'd love to get your opinion on it so call yeah. in
0: 859-795-4067 all right uh let, I'll i tell you what we've got tons of other stuff but it, we're already 29 minutes in which one do you out of the rest of this what is the what do you think is the biggest story let's see here is it the timeline Let's do the t- let's cover the timeline. Let's just
1: say there's one, there's a privacy report f- that's out there on Mashable. Basically it just says that um a lot of people don't necessarily even think about their privacy when it comes to this stuff and well, we do, but a lot of people don't. Yeah. Out of that 400 million people on Facebook, how many people do you think have not changed their default? So
0: I'd say probably three hundred ninety nine <laughs> million five hundred fifty five thousand. Yeah. Uh, you, you think and the, here's the thing, you know, honestly, I'm not all that concerned about privacy myself. For myself, I, I'm a very public person I and, and I, I already shared, you know, I'm, I'm getting myself the stone and I'm carving it in. Don't put any kind of personal information that you don't want the world to see. Yeah. Uh, so so for me, it doesn't make a, I mean, it, I could care less. It's you know, it's, it's no big deal. But the thing is, is you know, my kids want to get on there one day, uh, all this other stuff. But the thing is, I just am not going to, I'm just going to teach my ch- kids, you know, don't ever say anything. Don't ever put anything that you wouldn't want everybody in your entire school to see. Yeah. Ever in a chat room, instant message, whatever the case may be. Alrighty. So, uh, I'll so if what,
1: we're not talking Facebook next week, what do we make sure we cover right now? Well, I'll
0: tell you what we we will do the we'll do the eroding privacy policy because I think this is That's something good, huge. Yeah, but let's let's see if we if we can just say real quick what these other things are. Facebook okay. English translator. What's this?
1: This is great. I read through this and thought this is amazing. It's it'll say like for example, it'll say public information, and then it gives this article gives what. Facebook gives as their definition of what public information is or visibility or pages or connections, social plugins, open graph, instant personalization. It says what all of these things are and then gives the, basically, it, it it's translating Facebook speak of the, you keep hearing these terms thrown around, this tells you what they actually are.
0: Awesome. And I'll put, so, a, I'll put a link to that. Let's just share one of them. Uh, one right. of the story here. So visibility. Okay.
1: Uh, Facebook offers a number of controls over what information is quote-unquote visible on your profile. This determines what can be seen by somebody who visits your profile page, but does not change whether the information is public information. Which you have to go see above. (laughs) as, As Facebook explains, keep in mind Facebook pages you connect to are public. You can control which friends are able to see connections listed in your profile, but you may still show up in pages you're connected to. While you do not have the option to hide your friend list from being visible on your profile, it will be available to applications you use and websites you connect to using Facebook. Because Facebook deems this information public, It reserves the right to share that information with its business partners and third-party websites, regardless of your visibility settings.
0: So even if you are super ultra lockdown mode private, you go and sign up for a fan page, it's very possible that those people can see who all you are friended with. Because that is, even though your visibility settings are super private, uh, your friends list is public information.
1: Yeah. Wow. So... Along the same lines of this article, I went directly in to Facebook itself, to their help center, mm-hmm. and there is a long FAQ list where you click on, for example, what are social plugins? And you can click on it, and there is a big old paragraph with some options and things, what it includes with about what those social pl- plugins do and all that kind of stuff. Some of the things that are in this FAQ are how did Facebook select partners for its instant personalization pilot program? And it gives you a list of different things like that. And so there's a lot of stuff in there. Most importantly, I think, at the bottom is a provide feedback. So you as a person who, once you understand the stuff, I would like to submit feedback about social plugins or the instant personalization pilot program. You can do that right there. Mm -hmm. So it's a pretty cool FAQ uh little yeah it's not an article but it's it's part of it's in Facebook but the link's there in the uh right
0: show notes now Daniel says that you can disable that sharing of your friends and stuff like that um in the privacy it's in the application privacy settings.
1: But here's here's yes. the situation. And you have to some of those you have to actually literally literally block an application that you never signed up to do anything with.
0: Yeah. It, so Exactly. And, and of course I don't sign up for any Apple. And I have an article on that.
1: If anybody's interested,
0: <laughs> <laughs> there's an article for that. <laughs> yeah, <there you> go. <laughs> All right. So that's the Facebook to English translator. We'll, we'll get a link to that into the show notes. Uh, and Facebook instant personalization and social plugins. What's that? Um, let's see. I think
1: that oh that was the FAQ I was just talking oh, about.
0: Okay, so that's the one. Okay. And then Facebook launches a new simpler version of Facebook Events.
1: Yeah, they basically just cleaned up and made it different. It's kind of in line with you don't have total control once somebody signs up once somebody signs up to come to your event. You have more control about telling what your event is and 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 all that, but once people sign up to to come to your event, you don't have as much control over what they say or do on that events page. And basically, that applies to all new events, not any existing event that was already out there so far,
0: right? So, and then tweaks. We, go ahead? It, just some tweaks they made. And then, of course, uh, Facebook's new policy makes harassment easy. This is from uh, readwrite Web. And basically, there's a report out there that says that, you know, all these fan pages that are out there, uh, because now those are considered public information. Uh, Basically, they implemented a new thing where uh, people can quote unquote report a fan page for uh, cop or for terms of service violations. You can choose that it's got nudity or pornography, fake profile, that it's racist or hate speech, cyberbullying, it threatens me or others, unwanted content. Attacked, um, all this other stuff well anyway now be, uh, what they've done is they have actually set it up in such a way that after a certain number of reports without any investigation the fan page is immediately taken offline and so you've got all these fan pages out there that speak maybe a get you know matter well here it says a group was uh, created on Facebook in Arabic for the sole purpose of reporting And thus having removed uh, Facebook profiles of atheist Arabs. The group, which appears to have also been removed, uh, was entitled Facebook Pesticide and was its sole purpose was to identify atheists, agnostic and anti-religion in the Arab world and specifically in Tunisia. Uh, Once identified, the group members would then attempt to report such users. So basically what happens is uh, they've got people out here who don't like what these people are saying against their faith or against their organization. You know, anything they go in and they just get 10, 15 people to go in and report it. And boom, immediately that 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 fan page is taken offline. Yeah. So so if all of a sudden let's just say you let's just say everybody in your school hates you. And you have this—you have this very popular fan page that you've been running, and and stuff like that. And You're not doing anything that's hurting anybody. It's just people just don't like you at school. You 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 you've done some things. You're a little maybe out of the ordinary or whatever. And all you need is ten or fifteen friends at school that that band against you. They go to your fan page. All of all fifteen of them go in and and report you. And boom your access to your fan page and being able to communicate with your online community of 150,000 people on Facebook is taken away from you. Yeah. So it's ah, craziness. Yep. And Facebook, by the way, right now has not done anything to change it, but uh, you know, they, they are, they are consoling the people that this has happened to. And I, (laughs) and I, I guess they're working to, to get those reactivated, but still, you know, they, they've, they've put some changes in place that allows a very small group of people to completely take your entire branding offline. So, and, and, and let's take this into the real world here. All right. What if, what if I, what if I were, I don't know, uh, give me a business. Uh, I was the lawn care service. I don't, I don't know. Uh, but anyway, you've got a business out there and it's got a fan page, you know, and and it's growing in popularity. This it would take nothing for a competitive competing business to get all of its employees at lunch at one time to go in and say, "Hey, let's all go and report this as a concern." And boom, you've just knocked your competitor's Facebook fan page offline.
1: Yeah, it's it's. I I I would like to know what the number is of complaints they need to get to be Uh, able to do that. Let
0: let me see if it's let, let me see if it's in this article because I think it actually said it. Um, let's see here. Facebook's users target. How do we know? Uh although blah 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 blah. Um, I thought I remember. Okay. So how do, 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 do. Mm, it was very popular, attracted over two hundred comments. One of the commenters was this, if he had uh, crowdsourced it doesn't say it doesn't say okay be interested to know but yeah i'd be interested to know as well but uh but the thing is is, is that this is you know the, the words out that this is possible now and i can just imagine you you know there's gonna be a lot of people's fan pages going offline yeah. Matter of fact, I can imagine apples. Any anybody who's anti Apple, I imagine <laughs> we're going to see a lot of anti Apple fan pages going offline. <laughs> there you go. <clears throat> anyway, Facebook's eroding privacy policy. The timeline. All right. All right, Eric. How are we going to cover this? We're going to read this, baby.
1: Yep. I guess we're going to have to because it
0: get. I mean, it starts off simple, and each
1: paragraph is basically larger. Yeah. And 2005 through to
0: well this month. Okay, so here we go. I'll let you start off with 2005. I'll read 2006. All right. No personal information that you submit to
1: the Facebook will be available to any user of the website who does not belong to at least one of the groups specified by you in your privacy settings. Wow. Pretty that, simple.
0: That that now, signing up in 2005, it's like wow, no personal information to the Facebook uh, will be available to any user of the website. Now forget about the whole world, but any user of the website who does not belong to at least one of the groups you specified. Yeah. Okay. So nothing. All right. So here's 2006. We understand that you may not want everybody in the world. This isn't before it was (laughs) any, any other user of this website. But from 2005, it goes to 2006. We understand that you may not want everybody in the world to have the information you share on Facebook. That is why we give you control of your information. Our default privacy settings limit the information displayed in your profile to your school, your specified local area, and other reasonable community limitations that we'll tell you about
1: <laughs> now this is back when it wasn't a public this this was you had to be at a at a college or university to get in right still it was 2007 when they opened it up to full blown
0: anybody all right and so by the way the, everything so far is we will not it will not it will not now here's where we start to saying will be all right yeah so so pay attention to the word will be 2007 go ahead Eric
1: profile information that you submit to Facebook will be available to users of Facebook who belong to at least one of the networks you allow to access the information through your privacy settings. Examples are school, geography, friends of friends. Your name, school name, and profile picture thumbnail will be available in search results across the Facebook network unless you alter
0: your privacy settings. Will be by default, my friends. Yep, by default. default. All right. All right, November 2009, Facebook is designed to make it easy for you to share your information with anyone you want. You decide how much information you feel comfortable sharing on Facebook, and you control how it is distributed through your privacy settings. You should review the default privacy settings and change them if necessary to reflect your preferences. You should consider your settings whenever you share information. Information is set to EVERYONE. Uh, Is publicly available information may be accessed by everyone on the internet, including people not logged into Facebook. It is subject to indexing by third party search engines may be associated with you outside of Facebook, such as when you visit other sites on the internet Uh, and may be imported and exported by us and others without privacy limitation. Okay, uh, the default privacy setting for certain types of information you paste on Facebook is set to everyone by default. Okay, I just added by default. Uh, you can review the cha- and change the default settings in your privacy settings. So, November two thousand nine, there's all kinds of stuff set to everyone.
1: Yeah, it's it's pretty wide open at that point, and they literally say the default privacy setting. For certain types of information is everyone
0: and publicly available and get this and here's the big thing publicly available by (laughs) default you sign up and and you start posting information it is it is indexed by third-party systems such as search engines Mm -hmm. so you should go in and if you don't like that go in and turn it off guess what you can't do You cannot change all of the cached information that is publicly available on Google and Yahoo and all these other places. Right. Okay. So it's out there. Even though you change your settings after it's out there, guess what? It is still out there and it's archived and can be pulled up 10, 15, 25, 30 years from now. All right. So anyway. Yeah. So that that, was was November 2009. So a month later.
1: Yeah. Go ahead. They add, in December, certain categories of information, such as your name, profile photo, list of friends, and pages you are a fan of, or like now, I guess. Gender, geographic region, and networks you belong to are considered publicly available to everyone, including Facebook-enhanced applications, and therefore do not have privacy settings. You can, however... Limit the ability of others to find this information through search using your search privacy settings. (laughs) So by the way, we've had... Oh my gosh, that was (laughs) the first time
0: I read that. (laughs) That's cracking me up. Oh my gosh. We have search privacy settings. And and, and by the way, eventually we're going to have chat privacy settings. And we're also going to have picture privacy settings. And we're going to have... Ah, this is getting ridiculous. All right. And then April 2010, it is when you connect with an application or website it will have access to general information about you the term general general information includes you or no your and your friends names profile pictures gender user ids connections and any content shared use, using the everyone privacy setting the default privacy setting for Certain types of information you post on Facebook is set to everyone. Because it takes two to connect, your privacy settings only control who can see the connection on your profile page. If you are uncomfortable with the connection being publicly available, you should consider removing or not making a friend connection on Facebook. So here's the deal if I don't want my profile picture to show up on the local pornographic website, I'm better make sure that none of my Facebook friends goes to a pornographic site. Did you, did you catch that? Well, I think I don't know that that's what it says. Well, I, here's the deal. There there's the ability for a pornographic website to know information about you and put your profile pic on their site, but they also that that pornographic website also has not just your information, but that it also has access to my name and my profile pic, and so therefore, Eric, it it has the ability. Well, I guess technically, it has the ability well, to decide think, to say, "Hey, Cliff's also been here on your on this port." You and Cliff also like this site. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> nice and not true in any way. Yes. Um,
1: I'm lo- I'm looking at the second line of this though, and it says. Well, okay, first line first. When you connect with any application or website, it will have access to your general information. Now, I don't know what they mean by connect. Does that just mean visit it or actually click connect or like or fan or whatever? I'm not sure what that necessarily means. Um, going, Following through on that, the term general information includes your and your friends' names, profile picture, gender, user ID, connections, and any content shared using the everyone privacy setting. So if you switch it from everyone they shouldn't have access mhm is what i'm reading that as i may not i may be completely false in in my reading but and then it says right after that default privacy setting for that information is everyone so obviously yeah if i've never changed my privacy settings in facebook off of everyone then everyone has access to that now and now that everyone includes applications and websites right I mean that's what I'm reading it as. I'm not yeah. seeing and I know my stuff's not set to everyone so
0: yeah. And 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 Daniel saying, you know, all of this unless you forbid connecting applications in your privacy settings. And again, exactly. it it all goes back to your privacy settings. So yeah. so again, and, and Nation says this is like saying somebody can scrape images from Google Images and claim that they are fans of your site. I'm not sure this is really a lot like what you're inferring, Cliff. And and you know what, I'm probably going to extreme, but here's the yeah. deal. The, the, the thing is, is, is what it, what I, what it does infer is that the people like Eric, when I go to a website, that website has the ability to know about me. It has the ability to know about my friends and it has the ability to see my friends and stuff like that. You know, and, and, and it just it, the thing is, is it just makes it's like it's not like that information isn't available because if, if all of a sudden you decide to connect with a site, that site, they can come to your profile and see me in your friends list. Right. But, but what's going on here is that instead of them having to jump through that step, this information, all of a sudden, when you go to the website, you're taking your profile with you or at least you're taking your information with you. That's. I think that that's the real key here, is that my profile is not something that ha, that people have to come to anymore. That all of a sudden my friends can take their pro my their me with them as they're wandering the web. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. And I, I think and I do believe it only shows up. Like, for example, if I happen to connect with the site and you happen to connect with the site, the only way my, my, my picture is going to show up on that site is if we both connect to it together. But the thing is, I just don't know that that's what I always wanted to happen.
1: And right. of course, and like uh, if I'm on a Mashable article and over on the site, it says Mashable's on Facebook and then you can hit like, and it always, it already says that I've clicked you like this. For example, I see
0: Daniel right there. Yeah. <laughs> Right there, because so, he's liked it too. So, and and of course, I which which article is this that you're talking about? Um, the pa-
1: Facebook privacy settings. It's going to randomly select people, but
0: yeah. Anyway, I don't even see the like button on here. It's over on the right. It's their it's their Facebook. I, I'm on the widget. Oh, you know what? I'm on the EFF one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. I just
1: I skipped back because there was something I thought of, but I I think the main point of that article that that it, that it's bringing up is that. Significant changes to their privacy settings slash policy have happened almost on a well on a yearly basis, and yeah. recently on a monthly basis in terms of what their stance is and what they feel they are responsible for. Which is kind of, I mean, I don't want to say scary. I don't want to no, use words no. like fear. I don't want to use those words. It's a little confusing. To know where they're going with this, um, as their user base widens by such a large margin.
0: Yeah, and 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 I want to. I just want to wrap up my thoughts on this by saying, by no, by no means am I scared at all of Facebook. And and I, you know, I'll go around. I'll click every like button out there that on anything that I like, and I don't care, you know, who sees it. You know, what I mean, and and that's the and see that's the that's my whole thing here. I will never post anything in facebook in twitter in a chat room anything that i'm not totally cool with anybody in the world seeing uh-huh. you know and and here's the deal i'm very there there's not very much that i'm not totally cool with the world seeing i mean i'm a very i'm an open book i'm very transparent and and the only thing is though leah laporte is a little bit more transparent than me you're not going to see my credit card purchases it's just not going to happen Right. I'm not, it's not that I have anything to hide. I just don't think you need to know when I buy toilet paper. I I mean, what's the big deal? So, and I certainly don't want to give you my, I I definitely don't want to put my credit card into a non-essential place that doesn't need to have my credit card.
1: I think somebody brought it up best earlier when they were talking about in the chat room, sensitive information. I think it comes down to what do you personally feel is sensitive information and where are you willing to share that? And are you being intentional about it?
0: Yeah, and and here's the and this is the other thing. I I, you know I I encourage people to go into Facebook and just peruse through your privacy settings. My concern is that the privacy settings are getting so huge that you know it take you all day to do it anymore. I don't know, right? But here's the here's the thing. Just be cautious about what you put online, and recognize that it could be publicly viewable if not by um, you know, by the lack of actually changing a, a security, a privacy setting. If not by that, then it's potentially going to show up as a glitch somewhere down the road. Right. You know, could possibly. And this isn't about being ultra paranoid. It's just about being smart about what you share anywhere on the web. And remember that a lot of this stuff, it's going to last forever. All those public tweets you did out there ranting about something, there's archived in the <laughs> library of Congress. Yep. You will forever be remembered for that Twitter rant that you had two years ago that my friends can't take it back. You can't take it back. So you that, that not now there's going to be the next Nicholas cage movie when he goes and he breaks into the library of Congress to wipe <laughs> his Twitter record.
1: National treasure,
0: <laughs> national tweets. Yes, Yes, there you go. Anyway, folks, thank you for listening to our rant about Facebook. Hey, here's the deal. I don't care if the world ends because Facebook has a special app that calls us at the end. Our desire is to not talk about Facebook once next week. So tell us uh, what to talk about. Give us some other topics. Give (laughs) us a call. 859-795-4067. 859-795-4067. We'll talk to you next week. Until then... Join the community.